The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is August 22nd, 2017. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. As always, my co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army Retired. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary. And as always, it's great to be with you. All right. Thank you. How was that eclipse? Did you watch the eclipse yesterday? Oh, man. It, uh, it, it, it was simply unbelievable. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, uh, and you saw our president look right at it without glasses, too. <laughs> well, you know, presidents have some they can capabilities and powers that we'll never have. So uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully he's seeing clearer today. That's true. That's true. Well, I want to remind everyone that you can hear all our live shows right from your phone. That's all you have to do is go to voiceamerica.com and download the Voice America app. We are live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time time on the Variety Channel. And we're also, also syndicated on iTunes. All right. Now, last week we had Kim Clark with the Starfish Foundation, which is a charitable, educational, tax-exempt 501c3 organization committed to raising funds to provide scholarships for emotional healing work. The foundation continues to grow, adding sponsorship of programs that's dedicated to emotional healing for veterans. We also had Patricia Clausen, founder of Healing Warriors Hearts that provide programs for military personnel and their families dedicated to healing the emotional, moral, and spiritual uh, wounds of war. If you missed last week's show, be sure to listen to the archive show uh, at the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, as, as usual, we have uh, uh, Bill, you have some news for us? Well, Gary, we do, and uh, I'm feeling great about this because I think it's it's great news, and we always want to be able to present and uh, relay some good news, great news, to our, our veterans who've served this country. First of all, uh, there's a bill that has cleared uh, the U.S. House of Representatives, which uh, is aimed at pairing down the massive backlog of appeals for veterans' disability benefits. And, Gary, you know how tough that is. I mean, yes. five years almost in, in uh, waiting, you know, just to get a, 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 uh, a, a bill that's being appealed uh, through. Um, very, very devastating. 
Now, this bill as amended would essentially create three lanes for veterans' appeals as a strategy to reduce the time uh, a former service member needs to wait for a decision on benefit claims. Uh, uh, this bill is expected to become law uh, very, very soon. So we, we look forward with the great anticipation for this bill. And I also, in addition to this, Gary, uh, the president has signed uh, the bill that's called now the Forever GI Bill. And as you know, there's, there's been some concern about whether the post-9-11 uh, educational benefits uh, were going to survive. And uh, so I think we're past that hurdle now. Uh, and here's some of the things very quickly uh, what's uh, been signed in with the continuance of this bill. It, Gary, it increases the monthly dependent education assistance payments by about 40%. That's going to be effective October 1st, 2018. It eliminates the 15-year limit for using the GI Bill, uh, which was really essential. It grants full GI Bill benefits to Purple Heart recipients, regardless of the total time in service effective uh, August 2018. It also provides GI Bill eligibility for reservists undergoing medical care for active duty injuries effective August 1st, 2018. Gary, it also restores used GI Bill benefits to enroll students whose school permanently closes after January 1st, 2015, effective November 14th, 2017. And it allows veterans who are National Guard members and reservists who are receiving vocational rehabilitation and employment benefits to pause their eligibility so their time under the VRE program is not negatively affected while called up for active duty orders. Uh, this provision takes effect immediately. That is great news, Gary. Yes, yes, it is. It's uh, finally, huh? Well, so. you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we have to have that, that, that patience and perseverance, and I think uh, it's going to pay off for those of us who are eligible for it. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, let's get on with the show. Uh, Bill, why don't you introduce our guest today? Well, Gary, we, we, we are honored to have uh, with us today Colonel John D. Folsom, uh, United States Marine Corps, uh, retired. He's the founder and president of the Wounded Warrior Family Support. Colonel Folsom has 29 years of commissioned service. His initial six years of active duty as a CH-46E helicopter pilot. Now, Gary, I'm thinking that CH is for Chinook. And if it isn't, Colonel Folsom is going to correct me. Uh, <laughs> 23 years in the reserve component, Colonel Folsom has included a contingency uh, deployment to Beirut, Lebanon, 
two deployments to Iraq in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom. And during his first deployment to Iraq, Colonel Folsom initially served as the 2nd Marine Aircraft Wing Forward Liaison Officer to the 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force Forward until assuming his duties as the Air Boss at Forward Operating Base Camp Korea Village near Arutbar in Iraq. In this billet, Colonel Folsom was in charge of all Marine attack and Army medevac helicopter operations in the area of operations. Colonel Folsom's military decorations includes the Navy Marine Corps Medical for Heroism, the Bronze Star, and uh, with Meritorious Service Medal awarded for his meritorious service in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom. Colonel John Folsom, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Right. Colonel Folsom, uh, before uh, uh, Gary uh, starts uh, uh, his discussion with you, uh, I'd like for you to just explain to our listening audience uh, 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 about uh, the Wounded Warrior Family Support. You know, there are a number of organizations within the veterans community uh, serving our veterans with the phrase Wounded Warriors, identifying their other programs. Please explain to our audience listening today what distinguishes Wounded Warriors Family Support from the other organizations that... Uh, we may find in our veterans community. Well, that's a great point. Uh, I started uh, Wounded, Wounded Warriors Family Support. Actually, it was called Wounded Warriors. Uh, uh, we had WoundedWarriors.org, which uh, URL we still own, but we don't operate that. Uh, but you're right. There are 30-some organizations out there, at least, at least 30, uh, 501c3 uh, organizations that use the word uh, words wounded warrior or wounded warriors in its name, and you're right. How do you how do you distinguish? And I think I think the uh, uh, what people have to do is is to uh, take a look at these organizations. Uh, people need to uh, do their own research and uh, arrive at their own conclusions uh, about. Uh, what these organizations do and and, uh, and how they're operated before they uh, get involved with them. That's very, very true. Very true. Well, what we're going to do, sir, we're going to go ahead and jump to a break. When we come back, uh, we'll jump into um, getting to know a little bit more about your organization. All right? All right. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier. 
or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Colonel John Folsom, with the Wounded Warriors Family Support. Sir, how did, how did all of this uh, come about? I mean, uh, just one day you woke up and decided to get, be part of the um, uh, Wounded Warriors. Uh, was it, how did it all begin? Well, there were no, it was, you know, back in March of uh, 2003, I, I don't know that there were any organizations uh, uh, called Wounded Warriors or any derivative thereof uh, uh, I was in uh, Europe I was uh, had been recalled back to duty and was at uh, US European Command and uh, when the war kicked off and uh, your listeners uh, may or may not know this but every every battlefield casualty out of Afghanistan or, or Iraq uh, would, would be evacuated the first the first big stop uh, for medical care would be at the Landstuhl Regional Medical uh, center in uh, in Landstuhl, Germany, right next to uh, Ramstein, and uh, so we were we were monitoring casualties coming out of uh, Iraq on that first uh, the first day of, of, of the kickoff of the camp, ground campaign, and and uh, and I just had this idea. I don't know uh, from whence it came, but it, it suffice to say that uh, that was the that was the genesis. Uh, Right there, and we raised about five hundred dollars in the COC and command, you know, the operations center, and uh, we devoted that that money that we brought into uh, providing a, a health and morale items to the hospital uh, when they were in need of, of those kind of 
things. So that's how we got started. Mm-hmm. So it all basically started all the way in Germany then, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, 21st of uh, March 2003. Wow, that's pretty cool. As far as uh, programs that you offer the families themselves, uh, uh, what type of programs that would help uh, the families of our military? Well, first of all, let's, uh, we are we are we are uh, uh, primarily, almost exclusively, devoted to uh, um, uh, veterans who are combat wounded, and uh, and what we look for are uh, uh, those those families who who need help uh, uh, on a couple different levels. One is a is a uh, what by I think the emotional. Uh, you know, getting the families back together uh, after after a long deployment, and then in, in many cases a very long uh, rehabilitation process after hospitalization. So uh, that that would be our uh, our uh, uh, what we have in Orlando, Florida, with with the uh, condos where we can get the families uh, back back to center, if you will. Uh, from a relationship standpoint, and then our the other program we have that's very important is our respite program. We're finding that there are the VA does does a fairly good job of uh, on respite care, but they, they, they don't do all things, uh, especially when it comes to child care. When 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 the primary caregiver, if it's the wife or uh, wife and mother, has has to be away for for uh, for whatever reasons. And what we, we provide uh, respite care to again combat wounded uh, uh, service members who who need that stand in for uh, for mom. That's true. That's true. And you know we've had organizations on that offer the respite care, respite care, and um, uh, sometimes the veterans are uh, just don't trust. Uh, the the you know, the organization that that sends somebody over to the house to help out, um, where the, maybe the veteran has to get used to that person before, um, you know, they allow him to come into the house and or her come into the house and and help out. Is, is that correct? You get yeah, that's, getting... that's, a, that's a good point. That happens. That's a, that's a uh, trying. It's a balancing relationships and then making sure you have the right fit. With the uh, with an agency that will send somebody over, you're, you're exactly right. There's got to be uh, a lot of coordination and, and uh, uh, making sure that there's a good fit. That's true. Very, very true. Bill. Well, Colonel, uh, you know, just staying right uh, uh, with that question there, you know, uh, with the respite care and especially. With families, I mean, close family members, a spouse, uh, maybe a sister or brother that's providing care and assistance to to a veteran, whether it be for a a, a, a any kind of condition, visible or or, or invisible. Uh, it, it, the person providing that care uh, many times begin to take on the same kinds of conditions to some degree that the affected person is taking on and how it affects them. Uh, tell us a little bit more about how respite care can help that person, that family member who's so much involved with assisting 
the uh, the the veteran who's really affected from their, their combat service. Well, there's something uh, a term I've heard, uh, you know, caregiver caregiver burnout, where you might have uh, a young man, for example, who has a traumatic brain injury, and and young, you know, these 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 uh, soldiers and Marines, sailors, airmen are uh, are are tend to be younger, of course. They're in their 20s, typically, and, and uh, maybe 30s, but, but, but younger. And, and what you have is a situation where you've got a young woman, for example, who, you know, who's as human as any of us and who has the same frailties as, as we all have and, and, and uh, being thrust into a situation not of her own making where she now is uh, responsible for the, uh, for the, the uh, primary care, dressing, feeding, uh, transportation. Uh, think of all the uh, things we do in our daily lives. Now she's got a, a situation uh, where she's maybe taking care of some children at home and having to take care of her husband who's not able to take care of himself. That, that takes a toll. That takes a psychological toll. And sometimes a physical toll on, on, on that woman who, who may find herself in a situation that uh, is untenable. She can't. She, she may not be able to do it. And we've we've seen instances, and and uh, it's unfortunate. But a lot of, not a lot, but there are women who have uh, who have walked away from it. They uh, she no longer has that that spiritual underpinning, and and she she's she's left. She's she's she split the program and and gone off and, and on her own. And that happens. And it's just it's unfortunate, but that's that's the way it is. So trying to do our best to mitigate that, to keep her to keep her engaged by giving her a break as she needs it. Uh, especially if there are children involved. Now the VA, my understanding, unless it's changed, the VA will not provide a caregiver to to to, to render child care. So uh, we don't we don't pretend that we have the, the, the ability or the resources to to supplant the VA. What we're what we're all about is to to fill those gaps that the VA, as an example, will not will not cover. Well, Colonel, you know that it it, it, it is uh, is great to have that uh, explanation that you just provided. Because it reminds me, uh, in the past two weeks, uh, I'm a member of the Disabled American Veterans, and I was at the uh, national convention uh, down in New Orleans. The outgoing national commander is a quadruple amputee uh, in loss of limbs, and his spouse is so uh, material into his day-to-day life from, you know, waking him up in the morning, uh, you know, shaving him, washing his face, getting the prosthesis on, uh, you know, up at the top with the arms and, and, and with the legs. I mean, and, and you can really appreciate how burnout can take place uh, with something like that in very short order if you don't have the patience and perseverance. And as you probably also know, there's been some talk about uh, our, our government coming up with a National Caregivers Act. Speak to that a little bit. I, I don't. I know nothing about that. So 
I don't know but what the government so, is doing. Not now. so much about the act, but I mean in terms of more specific how these uh, uh, family members are, are providing that kind of assistance to uh, a, a, a veteran who's uh, in that state. I mean, a quadruple amputee. Well, you're right, and you just you know you just laid it out the uh, the, the, the intensity of uh, daily care for someone. Uh, in that situation. Uh, fortunately, I, I, we don't have that many quadruple amputees. We certainly have, uh, uh, we do have a few of those uh, young men around. Uh, uh, what we have really that were the signature wound that, that is, uh, is now TBI. You've got a situation where We've up-armored uh, a lot of different types of vehicles that will protect uh, a man from uh, the effects, the, the kinetic effects of, a, of an IED blast. But what we haven't been able to mitigate very well is the, that concussive uh, uh, shock wave that will adversely affect uh, uh, his brain. So, so now we're finding a situation where we got TBI. We have, you know, TBI traumatic brain injury, with which may be mild now, but we understand that that uh, TBI can progress as as that young man ages, and so that that mild TBI maybe may progress uh, in stages to a a, 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 a a more serious traumatic brain injury, which will certainly have an effect on his life going forward. Who qualifies for assistance uh, from the Wounded Warriors Family Support? Give us uh, some idea about that. Well, I said first is combat wounded. Uh, this okay. has to be a, uh, a wound that was uh, uh, that happened uh, during combat operations. Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that a service member has to have a Purple Heart. Uh, there are instances where we've got uh, uh, where, where, where a young man may have been engaged in combat oper- uh, operations, and uh, uh, the uh, the injury, uh, in this case, an injury may have been happened uh, not not as a result of direct enemy action, but uh, during combat operations. For example, we've had uh, instances where MRAPs have uh, driven off and during night op- nighttime operations, driven off into irrigation ditches in uh, in Iraq. Uh, that's not the result, of, direct result of, of enemy action, but certainly uh, in, in the co- conduct of combat operations, uh, we've got we've got those uh, instances where where we've got uh, injuries associated. So those those people qualify. But we look at it uh, several several. Steps. We have to we have to look for at least a thirty percent uh, uh, disability rating uh, in, in spinal uh, spinal or TBI. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on Voltcast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Colonel John Folsom, with the Wounded Warriors Family Support. And Bill, you had a question, well, not a question, you wanted to comment on the website. Well, yes, uh, on the website, uh, Colonel, uh, in the program areas, uh, two things that I saw there was training and combat parking signs. Tell our listening audience about what goes on in those two areas. Well, uh, we've got a program we worked with uh, UAW, uh, United Automobile Workers at Ford Motor Company, and and, uh, we, we partnered together and for uh, eligible veterans, again, we, we focus on combat, combat uh, wounded, uh, and we have a program where it's a welding program where we bring in uh, qualified uh, veterans to participate in a welding program in Detroit, six-week program uh, with UAW as the instructors, and we uh, can get uh, veterans. Uh, Qualified uh, as, as as welders, so they can find uh, good employment. There's a huge demand right now for for welders. We look at you know we're not we look at uh, the veteran and, and make sure that he's uh, uh, has the right uh, qualifications and coming off off of active duty. In other words, uh, we're not we we need to make sure that we've got good candidates because we only have so many positions, and so it's. Uh, it's a uh, situation where we uh, take a look at, at that veteran, uh, look at the service record, is you know through his DD two fourteen, make sure he's uh, a good candidate, 
and uh, get them uh, linked up with the UAW for this training program. The uh, other thing you alluded to was the uh, combat wounded parking signs, and that's something that just, that went viral. We we have combat wounded parking signs that we give away free of charge to businesses. Uh, these do not go to individuals. They'll go to businesses, uh, 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 colleges, uh, or uh, uh, government agencies such as cities and, and counties to put up at their office buildings uh, to recognize the service sacrifice of those who have been awarded a Purple Heart. Yes, they're outstanding programs. Now, Colonel, you know, uh, uh, an organization such as yours, like most operating organizations, uh, depends uh, to a, a great degree upon contributions uh, to operate and carry out your programs. Uh, and I noticed that, that uh, you have a rating uh, the program has a rating from Charity uh, uh, Navigator uh, of a, a four star. To four star. Right. We work. Uh, yeah, we, we work very hard to get to four stars. That's the highest rating that Charity Navigator has, and it's uh, something we take very seriously and, and monitor and, and make sure that we're complying with uh, those metrics that Charity Navigator has put in place for uh, Charity governance. Well, that, that, that's great because I, I think that, uh, you know, oftentimes when money is contributed to an organization to carry out a program, uh, it, 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 you know, it, sometimes for whatever the reasons are, maybe oftentimes, it ends up in a lot of cases where the majority of the money or a significant amount of the money is not going towards the program, but it's going towards administrative uh, uh, operations. And I would imagine that, uh, you know, for what you do uh, for your program, uh, most of what you receive must go to the program area. Are we correct about that? Yeah, I think uh, 86%. You know, there's always some... There's always some, uh, uh, every organization is going to have fundraising expense. Every organization is going to have administrative expenses, and that's, that's, that's unavoidable and uh, uh, just the way it is. But we're trying to, uh, you know, it's a function of uh, uh, donations, and it's a function of uh, uh, making sure that, that uh, we're as efficient as we possibly can be. It would be great to have. 100% donations going to uh, uh, programs, that's, that's impossible, and I would, no organization could possibly do that because there, there, has, there has to be, there has to be administrative expenses, there has to be fundraising expenses. No organization is uh, immune from that. So do you have any special events now that's, uh, uh, that's uh, it's been established with any dates uh, for the uh, immediate uh, or future with uh, where you uh, uh, will be accepting donations or making uh, special drives uh, to, well, uh, to... Yeah, we, we don't really have that many events. We've got a couple we've worked with, a high-five tour. This is where we, we uh, crisscross the country, uh, uh, letting folks know. It's a lot of it's, it's 
it's getting the word out to, to all across America that we are standing by to support. That's that's a component of, of letting folks know that we're, we're here. If, if people know a veteran who could use our services to avail themselves to our services, uh, we really try to stay away from events. I don't like events. Events cost money. Right. Most of the other organizations will have this, this, this or that, or whatever else, and, and uh, which is fine. I, we, we, what we try to do is engage the American people directly. Uh, I think we've got a fairly good uh, internet presence where people can find us on the internet, and uh, uh, that's a very low cost uh, way of engaging the American public. And people can, uh, you know, you know, once they find us, can decide uh, how they want to contribute, whether it's going to be an online contribution with a credit card or or mailing in a check. So we'll we'll take either one. All right. Now, when I first talked to you, sir, I remember there was a, uh, looks like Ford donated a pickup uh, that was set up for a, a disabled driver. And uh, you travel the country on that? Is that something that you do every year? Well, or? Ford did not donate. Ford doesn't donate vehicles. Uh, oh, okay. Gosh, they did. They, they don't, that's, not, that's not their business model. But, uh, yeah, we had a, uh, we, we found that we've got uh, veterans who, who, uh, Need transportation as part of uh, you know getting getting somebody back up uh, on, on his feet, so to speak, and and uh, making sure that he can get out and do the things that uh, uh, most of us uh, take for granted as far as you know you know helping out around the house, uh, uh, feeling like a man again. Where uh, so we've had uh, we've had uh, Ford F one fifties that have been equipped uh, for for those veterans who are wheelchair bound and. Uh, that gives them the uh, a bit of freedom because you know being able to drive themselves, uh, you know, pick up the kids from baseball practice, uh, dropping kids off at school, helping mom with shopping or whatever else, uh, getting somebody into a vehicle is, is the right thing to do. All right. Now, I see that you work together with a lot of other charitable partners, such as uh, the Air, Compa- uh, Air Compassion for the Veterans, Armed Forces uh, Foundation, the Fisher House, the Gary Sinise Foundation, Hope for the Warriors, which is a, we've had them on the air. Else, we had most of these uh, organizations on the air. And uh, you're, so you're, in other words, you're considered national, right? If somebody needed help uh, uh, in California, you could more or less aim them in the in the right direction, correct? Well, here's what we yeah we're we, we have uh, we're in all fifty states, uh, Puerto Rico and Guam. Uh, we're proud to say that we are. We we've got uh, helped families from all over the United States, and again, it's at Guam and Puerto Rico. So we're uh, I guess in that respect we're we're somewhat around the world. Uh, uh, what what we what we do is is and we we want to be a resource. We don't we cannot we cannot possibly do all things for all people. That's that's an impossibility. But what we don't want to tell somebody is no. So if somebody reaches out to us for something for a program that we don't support, then what we want to do is is make sure that we can get that veteran uh, to another organization uh, where he can get uh, the help he needs. So. We, we try to work together with other organizations where we don't have a, a, a stovepipe approach to uh, the work we do. We want to, if we can't do something, we don't want to tell somebody no. What we, what we want to say is, well, we don't do that, but you know what? I know somebody else who does and make sure they are uh, put in touch with uh, that, or, that other uh, 
organization. Exactly. That's that's the best part about it. You know, again, you know somebody that could help, and and I've said I've known organizations that we have interviewed uh, that that's all they're they're concerned with is if they can't supply it, they can pass it on to somebody else that hopefully will supply it. Yeah, there are tens of thousands of uh, veterans organizations out there. Uh, uh, quite frankly, uh, most uh, are. are are small. Uh, they may have different levels of effectiveness. Uh, I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. The the, the the more resources an organization has behind it, the more effective it, it should be. I'm not saying it's always that way, but it should be more effective. And uh, but unfortunately, uh, uh, you got some organizations whose primary concern is uh, raising money, and you know, I, I got to wonder sometimes of where, where's the money going. But that's that's uh, that's a value judgment I can make and and uh, will make, and, and other folks need to, to evaluate uh, what an organization is doing, what they're how they're doing it, and whether or not they're effective. That that's a judgment call that every donor needs to make before he writes a check. That's correct. That is correct, and that's where your where your rating comes in. You know, a lot, uh, a lot of charity uh, navigator. You got charity navigator. There's uh, charity watch. There's GuideStar, Better Business Bureau. There's there's several there's several third party uh, organizations out there that evaluate charities and and, and how and how looking at their at their effectiveness. And and again, American people need to evaluate on on their own. To decide uh, whether their donated dollars are truly being uh, used in the way that they would expect them to be used. That's right. Now I know that every organization, their backbone is the volunteers. Are you always looking for volunteers? Yeah, we're in a situation where uh, we don't really have volunteers. There's nothing, quite frankly, that anybody can do for us. We. We rely on professional staff. In other words, in our respite program, we don't take volunteers for that. We rely on uh, a network of uh, bonded, uh, trained and bonded uh, caregivers who can come into a home. So, you know, and, and because of HIPAA, HIPAA requirements, uh, we don't share information. Uh, we, our case files are, are are closely guarded. If they go, they go in the cloud. They're encrypted. Uh, so we respect families, and we don't turn over any names to, to anybody. So real, we we really don't have the need for volunteers and working with families. We'll take volunteers if somebody wants wants to call me up and volunteer to go out and, and, and raise funds in, in, in his community. We want to have to talk to an individual, but as far as volunteering to help with families, that's uh, that's we don't do that. All right. Okay. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
by providing a unique blend of information and advocacy. We are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, uh, Colonel John Folsom, with the Wounded Warriors Family Support. Sir, uh, you had a you had something on the website as far as somebody a uh, family with a retreat, a getaway. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that? Are these oh, yeah, something you, you referred to Bahama Bay, and and uh, there's, a, there's a there's a backstory on that, but I well, at least I think it's interesting, and I was uh, found myself. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, I was in, uh, way out in the middle of nowhere in Iraq, western Iraq, near the uh, Jordanian Syrian borders. And uh, one of those moments where uh, this idea came to me that, that again, going back to uh, a healing process, we've got, as you, as, you know, as we talked about, we had combat wounded veterans who not only were away from their families during a deployment, but oftentimes, because of the severity of their injuries found themselves in a very excruciating and long period of rehabilitation, where the families uh, were not involved from the standpoint of being with that particular veteran. And, uh, and so I thought, you know, there's got to be a way that we can get families back together. Again, the, the essence of this thing is, is and healing is to have a, a family uh, who, who who needs to be part of the healing process. And, and you look at my website, and there's something I, I, I've said over and over and over as I crisscross the country. When America goes to war, families go to war. And I mean that, and I mean that not because I was wounded, because I wasn't, but I certainly spent time away from my family, and I know from firsthand experience uh, a toll that uh, is taken. So, so, so the Muhammad Bay thing came about because I just I was in the middle of nowhere, Happened to have a satellite. To have a happened to have a satellite uh, 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 phone, and uh, uh, found this place called Bahama Bay near uh, Universal Studios in uh, Davenport, Florida. And sight unseen, uh, bought a three-bedroom uh, unit 
that we uh, converted, uh, so it's all ADA accessible. We, now we have four units, but I, I, I bought that unit back in, uh, I think it was in January of 2006. Uh, uh, paid cash for it and uh, turned that over uh, free of charge to qualified veterans' families for a week-long stay. Uh, you, we work exclusively with Universal Studios. They provide uh, uh, passes to, to families to enjoy uh, Universal while they're staying. And again, this is a way that uh, a combat wounded veteran can re-engage with his family and um, really help, help that, that emotional healing process. Again, we, we get somebody fixed up. I know I can, I can, can work with a veteran and the VA does a great job. We can slap a couple, couple pairs of legs on somebody who needs it, get them walking again. We've seen that. Uh, but, there, but again, there's that, there's that emotional piece of it, if you will, call it emotional piece where he has to re-engage with his family and, and help that uh, bring that family uh, together again. That's great. That's great. Now I'm I'm located in Orlando, so maybe one of oh, these days, okay. that, uh, maybe one of these times that you're down, you can let me know and come out and visit. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I, okay. I think the look at these. You know, again, we have four units here at Palma Bay. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, and yeah, uh, again, every it every is. unit's been converted uh, completely to wheelchair accessibility. Mm-hmm. Bathrooms have been redone uh, for for wheelchair. So we have the uh, only four units that are completely ADA uh, 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 remodeled in the, in the, in the, in the, within 400 units of Bahama Bay. It's a great place. It really is. You swing by. You don't have to have me. Just if you want to, if you want to see it, just. Yeah, make an appointment, and we'll get you in for a tour. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. That's that's really good. Have you, by the way, have you ever heard of Veterans Resorts out in, um, um, I believe it's Montana? No. Okay. That's someplace else that you, maybe you could get together with her. Um, they just put up a uh, resort, and uh, veterans can stay there free also, and that's probably a little bit closer to home, too, for you. You're in Nebraska, correct? Is that where the corporate office is? Well, yeah, but I'm in Nebraska, but the families we serve are from all over the United States. Yeah, where we yeah, are, that's true. Where we, we, you know, we, we we're in Omaha, Nebraska, center, center of the country, uh, but most of the veterans we serve are not from Nebraska because Nebraska, as you know, is a small state population-wise, and although we've had units out of Nebraska National Guard deploying to Afghanistan, the, most of the families we work with are not from Nebraska, they're from the other states. Okay, all over. Yep, all over. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, we have very few Nebraska families. Again, uh-huh. that's a function of the fact that Nebraska is a small state. And uh, although I said we had a guard unit uh, deployed to Afghanistan, uh, most units we you know are not from Nebraska. They're Fort okay. Benning, Fort Bragg, uh-huh. Camp Lejeune, Camp Pendle, and so forth. All right. Well, sir, we only do have a couple of minutes left, and, and it was a pleasure having you on our show today. Sir, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Well, I'll, I'll say it one more time. You know, when America goes to war, families go to war, and we have to realize that, that, we, that when a young man or young woman steps off the line of departure to go into combat, uh, you know, there are a lot of families who are affected, whether they're children or moms and dads that, that are, who are home. That there's that emotional, spiritual tie with that young, young veteran, that young soldier, young marine, 
who's in combat. So we have to, you know, we and this is this this isn't just this war; it goes on forever. Uh, the, the, you know, I got to keep the home fires burning and, and remember that. So That's families true. are affected, uh, and we need the politicians, especially, need to understand that. Uh, that it's just not sending, uh, the, you know, First Marine Division forward. When you send First Marine Division forward, you're sending all the families of the First Marine Division forward in a spiritual sense. Right. Well, sir, we're looking forward in the future, in the near future, to get back with you, have you come back on the show, uh, to all let right, us know how everything's that. progressing. You bet. And, just uh, keep, you know, WWFS.org, uh, I'd love to have your listeners avail themselves to that website if they, if they like what we're doing. Here's the essence. If they like what right. we're doing, that's, that's great. not free. I'm not Debbie Warbucks. I don't, I'm not putting in my own dollars. We rely on the American people to make contributions to make these programs possible. That's, that's, that's it. Right. Exactly. All right. And Bill? Well, Colonel Folsom, thank you very much for being with us uh, today. Thank you for your service to this great country and the continued service that you are providing. And, uh, you know, I see here what I believe is the, the, the gateway to us uh, uh, continuing improving is veterans helping veterans when they are in need. And I think the wounded warriors family support is moving along that plane of veterans helping veterans. Uh, I appreciate I, that, gentlemen. That's that's a, that's a, that's an excellent point. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and, and uh, it's obvious. It's commendable, uh, uh, and uh, we uh, we would uh, just say continue the good works. And we certainly, as Gary said, like to have you come back and spend some time with us again. Right. I'll All do right. that. Just let me know. It's easy. All right. You can do that. I'm going to say thanks, thanks to all our listeners. Appreciate it. God support. bless you for your work. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you, all sir, our listeners and, and supporters. We spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Bill, and our guest, Colonel John Folsom. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Family.